0: I love God. It is, a, it is an honor today to be here with your amazing pastor and his wife. Uh, that baby's 13 years old. And the, that, that girl, wave your hand, baby, right there. Before I ever saw her, God showed me her face. Just like I'm looking at her today, and her mama was carrying her on this hip with a big old bow in her hair. She was walking across the platform of the church on Sunday morning. I will never forget it. And I looked. She didn't have a baby, but God showed me a baby, a little girl, with frilly dressed and a big old bow on her head. I said, God, don't do this to me. I did. Sometimes God will scare the socks off of you, <laughs> but that began a journey with me and the Green family, and of course, later on, I uh, was connected to Brother and Sister Gandhi, whom I are personal friends of mine today, and through the process of time, through these 16 plus years, or uh, no, 13 plus years, I have uh, been a associated with the, with the Gandys and with the Greens. And Brother Stevens, I knew him before he got married. <laughs> so we've been around, baby. We've been around for a while. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, every morning, I, I'm going to tell this for the glory of God and for the sake of some of you that need to do what I do. Uh, about three months ago I was uh, going over this with your pastor earlier this morning the Lord put me in a different kind of way of praying and I started praying for people and you know sometimes you pray for people just every now and then for the last three months for the first hour to two hours every morning starting from four Three, four, five o'clock on until I pray, and I pray for individuals. And on my prayer list, there are people in this church that I pray for every day. And there's people in this church you need to pray for every day. Now, I'm, I'm going to meddle a little bit, and then I'll try to preach to you. I call Brother and Sister Green's name out every morning in prayer. Every morning. I say, God, bless Brother and Sister Green spiritually, physically, financially, in accordance to your will and their obedience to the Word of God. I pray. Bless the three children. Keep your hand up on them. Let the will of God be done in their life every morning. I go to Sister Carlin, every morning. I pray for God to bless them spiritually, physically, financially. I want to stop back up. Every morning, you need to get up. Your first word, when you thank God for the morning, you need to thank God for your pastor. Amen. Not every once in a while, baby doll. You need to do it every morning, praise God. <laughs> well, I love you. That won't cost you anything. That's not my notes. But I, I love the Green family. I love uh, my connection with Brother Stevens and his amazing wife, the bishop, he's he's amazing. I remember, I'm going to tell this, back in the day, Brother Steven, now he probably couldn't do it now, but I've seen him, what they call the 10-man ten, ten push-up, Brother Steven, you get out on your toe, he'd get up on his fingers and do push-ups on his fingers. That man right there, I've seen him do it. We've come a long way, Brother Stevens. <laughs> 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 I have seen him do it. He preached revival in Cleveland. And he went to Hall. and, and uh, uh, I'm going to say this, and I have never said this before, Brother Stevens. My wife and I went to visit Glenn and Bobby in Hall. You was preaching revival, and I quoted a scripture. I don't know if you remember it or not. You said, "My God, the man's called to preach before I ever preached a message. You said it. Wow. To my knowledge, that's the first time i ever said that, but it just came to me. I remember that little wooden half- power saw. that living room. you jumped, up, "My God, the man's called to preach." I thought, "Oh no, oh no." You're wrong now, Bubba. <laughs> but he was right. But it's good to be here today. And uh, I come, I don't come with a message. You've heard, you've heard the best messages that preachers can preach. You've, got, you've had the best bishop anyone could have. You've got the best pastor that anyone could have. So I'm not, I'm not here to try to win points. I'm not here to try to win friends and influence enemies. I'm here to obey God. I'm here to obey God. And uh, my my prayer before I ever go anywhere, I think I'm going to go somewhere. Someone calls me. I say, God, if you're not going to go with me, don't send me. Because it ain't going to be good. If I just show up and you don't, it's going to be bad. But I kind of got a feeling God's here today, and I'm feeling real good right about now. Praise God! You have your Bibles. I'll read some scripture, and we'll try to get this going. The Book of Mark. No, I'm in wrong. I'm in wrong place. I got I got my Bible one place, and I got my scripture somewhere else. I got it though. I, I put these little tabs here so I know where I'm at. In Mark, the 16th chapter, in the first down through the verse 3. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome had brought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came into the sepulcher at the rising of the sun. Now watch verse 3 here. I want to turn your attention today for a little while on verse 3. And they said among themselves, Who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulchre? Eternal God of glory, thank you for your word. Your word is already anointed, but we need the anointing on the lips of clay today to expound and explore your word to your believers, whom the ones you have redeemed with your own blood, sanctified, and filled with your spirit. We pray, Father, that you would direct our steps today. Let us walk in the Holy Ghost today, Father. I must have you. Without you, I'm nothing. I depend upon you. My dependence is 100% in you, God. I love you. I look to you. Thank you for this people. Bless this church in Jesus' name. And everybody said, "Amen." amen. You may be seated. It is a proven fact that Jesus Christ was crucified. He died. And he rose again the third day. That's a proven fact. And his word is still as powerful today as it ever was. In the beginning, God said, let there be and there was. And I want to present to you today for the next little while. Our our God-given authority. God has given authority to believers. I'm going to show you in the Word of God. I'll prove it to you a while. Sometimes we get the concept, they're going to the tomb of Jesus. They've got the spices. They've got all these things. They want to, to anoint the body of Jesus after his death. And they're going there and with all the stuff they've got and all the, all the spices and everything, and, and they go in there, and then they got, they got to they remember something. Hey, there's a big old stone rolled over that door. And it's got the king's seal on it. How are we going to move that thing? I'm to weight off now and get off in it. I wasn't gonna get off this soon, but I guess I might as well go ahead and do it. There's some of you right today, right now, you're looking at, you're trying to get to Jesus. And all you can see is a big old stone that's got you blocked. You think there's no way on God's green earth you'll ever get through to God. You think it is totally impossible and impractical for you to ever even think about connecting with God. But could I serve you notice today, there's a God looking down on you right now. And he knows where you are. He knows the situation you're in. And let me tell you, friend, he come along today to bring you out and let you know that the stone you're worried about has already been rolled away. Oh, you bogged down with looking at something that ain't even there. Come this coming April was a year ago. If I lived to April the 5th, I'd be 81. But anyhow, I got down bad. I got to where I couldn't get around. I was having to use a cane. I'll verify this. I couldn't get up and walk outside without a cane. I'd stumble and fall and... I had this ignorant cane. I had no offense to nobody. Everywhere I went, I had to have his cane. I'd get up the house. I'd go outside. And I loved to go outside. And I just, I'm the kind of guy, don't tell me I can't do something. My daddy taught me years ago, can and couldn't got married, and they both starved to death, so there ain't no such thing. Somebody said, well, I can't. You ain't tried yet. You got to, you got to, how do you know? But anyhow, you know, you know and, and I, I was walking around this can. We'd come from a ride in And I was stumbling and stumbling and falling. I fell by my ranger and I grabbed the hole of the ranger door and slid on down. My friend went and found me A, a stick. To, to walk with, <laughs> they did. I burnt that joke the other day. Last week I burnt it. <laughs> my, wife, my wife brought that thing. I said, "Why you don't do this?" I burn that joker. Burn it. I burnt it. But anyhow, I was I was doing bad. I mean, I was doing bad. I'm I'm going to church, and you you call it uh, you call it. Whatever you want to call it, I call it pride. I had to go in that church with a walking stick. Now, I want to get there early for anybody to see me coming on a walking stick. Yeah. 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 I sit back there, about where Brother Stevens sitting, and I laid the walking stick down there so nobody trip over it and few Because I always sit on the front. Because up there, nobody run over that walking stick and trip somebody and break a leg or a neck. So I sat back there, tried to use a little wisdom. But anyhow, I'm sitting back there, and Sunday morning, and the pastor came back to me. He said, Brother Holly, could I pray for you? I said, well, yeah. He prayed for me. I didn't hear buzzes. I didn't shake and quake. I didn't feel nothing. But his hand on my head, that's all I felt. I got up, church was over. I got my stick. I went and eat. I went home with my stick. I'm sitting in my recliner. Pardon me if I talk a little plain. I'm just an old country boy. I'm sorry. how had to get up and go to the bathroom. So I get up out of my recliner, and I take off down the hall. Well, I'm not bouncing off the wall. Literally, before, I would bounce off the wall just just going down the hall. My i tell you this. I just boom, boom, like when I'm in a pinball machine. balls, you know, hit, and it bounced bounce off everything. So well I done. But when I jumped up, before... I'd jump up, I'd stand on my head. I mean, I just had no balance, nothing. i just crazy. Embarrassed the fire out of me. But I jumped up, I took off. I went to the bathroom, I got all the way to the bathroom, and I come back down the hall, and I got down there and I stopped. I said, Wow. I don't know. I rounded the curb. My wife was sitting in her recliner. I said, honey, I don't know how long it's been since I have felt as good as I feel right now. Hallelujah to God. Hey, God still works. Now, now I was here two years, two years and some odd months ago. I got the note right here. I just so happened to have it. And I read this scripture in the Amplified Bible. The Amplified Bible, after you have suffered a little while. The God of grace, this is an Amplified Bible, who imparts his blessing and favor, (laughs) who calls you to his own Eternal glory in Christ will Himself complete and conform, Hallelujah, to God and strengthen and establish you, making you what you ought to be. I read that to y'all. That was in the second month, of the, the second month, of, uh, the, of the seventh day of twenty twenty-one. I read that to this church. I'm back today to tell you it's time to start walking in the authority of God. The last time I was here, you know, I had a thing right here on my neck, big old black thing, and I'd shave that joker, and I'd shave it this way and this way and this way to get all the whiskers out of it. Every time I'd hit it with a razor, it'd roll up. It's a pretty good-sized thing right i on the side of my neck. Sister Stanley, my sister, she said, Douglas, why don't you go to a doctor and have them burn that thing off? That would worry me to death. I said, well, sis, that's what I said. I ain't never entered a beauty contest, and I ain't never won one, so it don't bother me. <laughs> I was shaving one more after that ordeal of going up this way and down this way and across this way and all them different attacks I use or I think get whiskers off of it. I looked at that thing and said, God, I don't know what that is. But now I want you to take it away. I forgot about it. I don't know when it went away. All I know is it ain't there. I was shaving one morning. I meant, so help me Jesus. I was shaving one morning. I was shaving. My God, I don't have that knot lump to go over. That thing like a big old dumpling there on the side of my neck. And it, that rate right was blue. And I'm shaving. I don't have that knot there no more. And I had to look. Well, dear God, it's gone. It's gone. Hey, we need to start learning that God, through his God-given word and anointed word, has given us authority to walk in the Holy Ghost, to walk in the Spirit of God, to obey and mind the things of God. (laughs) Too often, we let hell roll a a stone over our door and block our view to God, if you will. Now get the picture. Where some of you at today? These ladies going to, to anoint the body and they got thinking, you. you know, we got a problem here. We got a big problem. It's That's ignorant stone. Some of y'all can't worship God for what's going on in your life right now. It's got a devil, has got hell, has got a big old stone blanketed you and all you can see is your problem. All you can see is what you're going through right now. Could I serve notice on hell today and could I serve you as well? But there's a God that knows what you're going through. There's a God that wants to deliver and heal and set you free. But we get so blinded the enemy blinds us so sometimes we can't see and we don't think that God's ever going to do it. And I got, I, I, I know what I'm, I'm, I don't have the Bible memorized, but I have read that book I don't know how many times from lid to lid every year. And every time I read it, I find something new. Just come down. But anyhow, I'm going to tell you something. We we allow hell to put things on us, and we're carrying things around that God never intended, honey, for you to carry around. You're carrying around round weights on your back and around your neck, if you will, and hell's dragging you down. And God's saying, praise me, and you're trying to praise me, and you can't get the praise of God because of what you're going through on in your life right now. I read it in the book. The Bible said in how many things? A few things give God thanks. what did it say? The other thing give thanks. Thank you when the sun's shining. Thank you when the wind's blowing. Thank you when the rain's are falling. Praise God. He's still God. He don't never change. The wind don't change him. The rain don't wicked him. He's still God. When we get so blinded. Let me tell you something. All the devil's got to use on you is the power of thought, suggestion. I'm just looking right now. I'll stop right here again. I talked to him quite a bit. yesterday. I talked to him. The devil can put in your head, on, Well, God will never do that for you. I read in the book Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He said, I'm God and I don't change. Them ladies going to that sepulchre. Supper- they're so wound up and they're so, so wrapped up with the, their, their grief and their sorrow. Sometimes you can get so much grief on you, you can't even see straight. You get so much pain in your life, you can't see nothing. I may be back to you. But hell, the devil blocks us. And these ladies... And I gave you another scripture back there. Give me another scripture. Jesus said in Matthew 28 and 20, he said, teaching them to observe all things. Somebody said, well, I don't think God's with me. If you got the Holy Ghost, honey, God is with you. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you can have it today. Don't leave without it, praise God. Oh, mean baby now you need to pray through and let God deliver you and let God set you on the straight and narrow and let God bring victory in your life yeah. I'm with you sometime I'm just with you when the sun's shining now huh I what the book says I didn't write it. Don't blame me. I didn't write it. There it is, baby doll. I mean, with, with you always, even to the end of the age. There is nothing you're in, nothing you'll ever go through that God ain't in it with you, praise God. Oh, there's not a trial, there's not a situation, there's not a circumstance that God can't clear up. But we get so bogged down because. I believe I'm gonna go to that next scripture right now. I gotta hurry. I don't know what time y'all get out of here. I gotta hurry. Now watch this. I don't know you, okay. Then the disciples went away. Now this is at the tomb. Get the picture. Mary's here. The disciples went away and went to the houses. Left pole. Read the next verse. Go to verse 11. But Mary, I'm glad huh, that there's somebody going to always take a stand, praise God. I'm glad that when everybody else is leaving and turning back, there's always somebody. I'm staying right here. I ain't moving. I ain't going to budge. I'm staying here. I'm going to hold on. She weeping, stooped and looked in the tomb. Drop down to my next verse. I think I went to verse 14. Yeah. Now, after she got through looking at her empty tomb, at an empty tomb, I don't know why I'm coming back to you, young lady. I don't know, but God does. That's all it counts. That's all I care about. You've been looking at a dead situation. Why you laugh, you must know the situation. I don't, God does. You've been looking, you're standing and looking at a dead, empty tomb. Ain't no life in there, baby doll. But I'm telling you, the Bible says, and, and when she had said, she turned and saw Jesus. Now, look, watch this. She's looking at Jesus and don't even recognize him. Honey, you may not recognize him right now, but he's standing right now. He's looking at you. Praise God. He's looking at you right now. Ha! Woo! Hallelujah, God. And Jesus started talking to her. Woman, why weepest thou? Whom are you seeking? And the Bible says she supposed him to be the gardener. This is Jesus Christ. Hey, hell can blind you so much, you wouldn't know God if He walked up and sat you in the face. That's the trick of hell. That's not the will of God. Let me tell you, She turned and he said, uh, "Sir, uh, if you've carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away the next verse. And Jesus said unto her, Mary. When he spoke her name. What is your name, sis? Gabby. Huh? Gabby. Gabby. God spoke your name this morning, honey. Ha! Woo! Oh, you ain't here by accident. Don't ever, don't ever. You never make me believe that. You will hear directly in the will of God because God, you need something that God only, only God can give you, and you need a situation that only God can help. But He's going to help you. He's going to deliver you. He's going to set you free today. Praise God! I know nothing about you. You know, Brother Green. That's a good man. Follow him. He'll lead you to heaven. Some of these people lead you to hell. He'll lead you to heaven. Follow him. Praise God. He's on the right way. He's doing it right. He's teaching right. Follow him. But I'm here to tell you, God stopped by today. And he wants to take you literally by the hand like I got it right now and lead you from destruction, hallelujah, and torment and persecution and trial and tribulation and failure and give you victory in your life. Father, release my sister right now by the authority of the word of God, by the power of the Holy Ghost. I release my sister in the authority of the word, the power of the blood in Jesus' mighty name. Loose her, God. Loose her, Lord. I defy hell. I defy the works of the enemy. Devil, you have no right. You take your hands off of God's property in the name of Jesus. There's things in your life, honey, It ain't right. God wants to make it right. You hear me? I'm serving a God of today. I don't have to wait till tomorrow. He's here right now. You don't have to wait till tonight. He's here right now. You know, sometimes, honey, and I don't know about you. Sometimes you have to change the company you're keeping and start keeping company with the right people so you can get in the blessing, the flow where God's blessings come out. I know you think I'm crazy, but I'm going to tell you what. I know my Holy Ghost, and I'm telling you God led me to you. I didn't have no idea. I never saw you before I come in here. But when I walked to him while while ago and God from to you and then I came back, I'm here the third time now. I got to get in the, under the spout where the glory comes out. It's coming out right here. Ah, in the name of Jesus. Ah, for your glory. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, we love you, Father. We magnify your name. Mary looked at Jesus. Didn't even recognize him. Sometimes we get so bound down, my brother. Yeah. God showed up. We don't know if he's him or not. Amen. We don't know if he's ever going to show up. But I'm telling you, he's here. Amen. You hear me now? Yes, he's here yes, right now. Yes. Praise God. Amen. He done showed up. Praise God. Hallelujah. All I got to do is obey and walk after him. Ah. Now you know why your mama thought I was crazy when I said that. (laughs) Tell y'all the rest of the story on that baby. I went home, and I announced it over the microphone. God showed me, Sister Green, you're going to have a little baby girl. I went home. The devil said, what if she has a boy? (laughs) So help me, Jesus. Every morning I'd get up two, three, four o'clock in the morning when I got in my office. First thing, what if it's a boy? You told everybody. You said it was gonna be a girl. What if she has a boy? Yeah. Then come the time of they were gonna find out whether it was a boy or girl. She called my sister. Me and my sister and I were together. In case y'all don't know, I love my sisters. We put it tight. But anyway, and I only heard one side of the conversation. And she said, she's looking at me, and I'm sitting by her and me and my wife. And she said, it's Sister Green. And she asked the question, well, is my brother a false prophet or is he a true prophet? And I evidently, she said, she said I'm gonna have, the doctor said, I'm going to have a little girl. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> now, hold on. You would think that's the end of the story, right? Wrong. I went home. The next morning I got up. I had a grandson. We got a grandson. They said when they found out the gender, it was going to be a little girl. They picked out all girl names, no boy names, no boy clothes, all girl clothes. The doctors, they went two or three times. It's a girl. It's a girl. My daughter and son, my son, they, they, daughter-in-law and son, they said, well, we're going to have a little girl. Amen. My daughter-in-law and son, she was tiptoeing through the tulips on cloud nine. She was up in the third heaven about now. <laughs> it come day of delivery. Now, the doctor said, it's going to be a little girl. My son come out, with that, gap, cap, that mask and all that on. Y'all better get a name for a boy. A a joker's a boy. (laughs) The next morning in my office, I got in there. The devil said, your grandson was supposed to be a little girl too. But it turned out to be a boy. What if she's out as a boy? I fought that spirit every morning. Finally, one morning, I got up. I said, devil, I'm going to tell you something. I don't care if she has nine boys. God showed me a girl. She's going to have a girl. That sailed when she had it, there she is. God, it's no accident. God don't work on accident or, or, or sit just, just shows up. Incidental. You're not here by accident, honey. There's somewhere else you could have been, and probably some folks wanted you to be somewhere else. Am I pretty close right now? But something on the inside of you that you couldn't explain drawed you to this assembly, and I didn't know you was gonna be here. And I don't know if you knew you was gonna be here or not, don't matter, but God knew it, and you're here, and God's here. And I'm, I'm gonna tell you something, y'all, y'all hear me well if you'll obey God, if you ain't got the Holy Ghost. You ask God to forgive you. You get full of the Holy Ghost. You ain't been baptized in Jesus' name. You get baptized in Jesus' name. And I'm telling you, God will change your world today. Not tomorrow, but today. <laughs> ha. We got to learn to walk in God's authority. He said, in me you'll have peace. In the world you'll have what? Tribulation. Huh? That's where you at, baby doll. Tribulation. All hell been turned loose on you. And you wonder if you're going to survive or not. But I'm going to tell you, in yourself you won't survive. But if you get a hold of this today, I promise you, you'll walk across hell, honey, and you won't even have the smell of smoke on you. Ah, because there's a God in heaven. We need to learn just to walk in the authority of God. That's
1: good. That's good, brother.
0: Man, me, I have to be careful. Lord God, I don't know where I am i my notes. Did I read all that verse chapter, verse 16? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, start 12 o'clock. What time y'all get out? Anytime you please. <laughs> you know, the Bible says, hey, see, this is for you. The Bible says in Acts 1 and 8, you shall receive. Power. After the Holy Ghost. After the Holy Ghost come on you. You're going to have power. Let me tell you what that power is for. That power is to walk in the authority of God. (laughs) You ain't no mistake. You ain't no mishap. God planned you that in the Bible, children are heritage of the Lord. And they're trying to kill kids. They're killing the heritage of God. It's in the book. And that ain't near about right, baby doll. That is right. I think I'm on page two. I don't know my notes. I got four pages of notes. I don't know. I won't to get all. tied down to that pulpit and notes. I I just can't stand and read it off. (laughs) There's too much going on out here that God wants to take care of me to stay up there and dilly-dally around with key points and key notes. And notes is fine. Don't get me wrong. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I got them in case I need them. I got four pages of them. I'll show them to you. (laughs) Well we live so long... And we have allowed the devil to blind us so much that we think that the way we are, that's where it's gonna always be. How you doing? Love and appreciate you.
1: Appreciate him.
0: Love and appreciate you. Do you believe this? Your faith is real low. Brother Holly, be careful. You're going to get out on a limb. Let me tell you about that limb. God planted that tree and God made the limb. I ain't scared to walk out on anything. God planted. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let
0: me get over. I got to get this young lady right I don't know you. I know nothing about you. But God knows everything about you. Give her some Kleenexes. She needs something. She's crying. How you go. I want to be comfortable when I'm talking to her. We're about tears and stuff like that. We'll take care of it. Had a preacher wife call me. I don't know, a good while back, years ago. At 80, I forget times. I sleep every night and every day I meet people. all new people. I meet new friends every day. I mean, i know known all my life, but I've met they new friends to me every day. She said, uh, Brother Holly, the doctor said I got cancer. And the first thing, I assume you may have cancer. You had cancer. This, this lady said, I've got cancer. We think of cancer, we think of death. We think cancer comes with the death centers. It ain't always the will of God, baby doll. The God that I serve still heals cancer. And he still heals the diseases in your body. You hear me now? I said, I'm going to go to praying. I prayed for days. Finally, one morning, early in the morning, the Lord showed me a vision, of Israel when they went through the Red Sea. I saw it just like I'm looking at y'all, that big old valley. And at the end of that was a big old ball of sunlight shining. I called her. I said, sis, God showed me something about you this morning. I'm going to tell you what God showed me. God knows, I didn't know I was going here. But anyway, I said, God showed me this Israel going through that Red Sea, a wall on either side. This lady's husband had died with cancer at a very young age. Friend of mine. I said, But what I saw, you're walking through this, but at the other end, the light was shining. You're coming out on the other side to the glory of God. Young lady, could I tell you that whatever's going on in your world, God's opened up a way for you to come through. Woo! Hallelujah to God. And the sun's coming up in your life. It's coming up in your life. Can I pray for you? Father, you see this young lady, you're God, you know everything. Heal this young lady for your glory. I come against this situation, Father, this disease by the authority of the word, the power of the blood, the anointing of the Holy Ghost. By the authority of the word of God, I speak healing to this body. I speak deliverance to this body. I speak direction, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Touch her, God, for your glory. Touch her, God. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. You're good, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I'll try to settle down. I'll try to get back my notes. Maybe I'll do better. There's a lot of things in. Y'all good people. I'm not saying y'all got sin in your life. That ain't what I'm saying. Please don't don't let devils put that blanket on you. I ain't saying nobody sinned. If you want to get technical about it, the Bible says we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. You want to get real technical about it? Ain't none of it but a bunch of lousy stinking sinners. Saved by the grace of God. Ah. That do make a difference. See what what hell tries to do to some of y'all, and he's got y'all blindfolded, if you will. I had cataract surgery on this eye, then I went back and had cataract surgery on this eye. And between between surgeries, I went. To, uh, I don't much to go to doctors. I finally had to go this year. First time I've been this year, me and my wife, we had to go do that, what they call 360 for old folks. I guess they won't know if we're still alive, I guess. I don't know. But anyhow, I went to the doctor, and she said, uh, have you been back to your cardiologist? I said, no. I went to her about six or eight months ago, and and, uh, for my checkup, middle of the year, she said, uh, your EKG don't look good. I said, "Oh, really?" I'm sitting on that that bed thing, you know, in them little little pigeon holes they got you stuck off in. She wheeled her little stool up there to me and got down beside me. And she said, uh, Mr. Holly, your EKG don't look good." I said, "Well, I've always heard that them EKG didn't mount to a hill of beans." I'm just. I'm just playing. I say things like that. My wife gets embarrassed. <laughs> I just, but anyhow, she said, it shows you've had a heart attack. I said, oh, really? Got to send you to a, to a cardi- uh, cardiologist. So when's the last time you've been to a cardiologist? I said, well, I don't know, about five years ago, I think. I went and got checked up. I went when I had this, I had a knee replacement. They had, I, had, they wanted to do a, I had to go do a stress test to see if I, my heart was able to take it. And uh, I said, Doc, you know me I don't take a bunch of junk I don't take pills I don't come to the doctor She said, yeah, I know You don't come enough I said, I went to that cardiologist He run all them tests on me He done all that stress test They put that stuff, shoot that dye in you And all that stupid stuff You do all them things And then you got to come back Well, every time you come back That's another doctor visit that's another house note you paying for him. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. I'm sorry. <laughs> the follow up. Yeah. Well, so I go back to him, and I'm sitting on that table, and we in this cubby hole, and uh, he come in there, and he said, "Well, Mr. Holly said uh, uh, there's nothing wrong with your heart." Well, now, make sure a little shadow on the bottom of your heart. But for a man your age, your heart's doing good. He said, you pumping good. I said, well, what I always said. I come back in, what was it, honey, a month or 30 days. Come back in three months, what it was. I went back. I got insurance. But you still got They got to get in that cash in your hip pocket. They always want to get in your hip pocket. It's amazing. They ain't never satisfied. They ain't never got enough. They want more. I went in there, so help me, Jesus. They never done nothing. my said, well, you're doing good. Come back three months. I walked out. I, I ain't going back three months. I ain't giving him another $40 out of my pocket uh-huh. to tell me there's nothing wrong with me. I did so the doctor said, You been back? I said, No. Last time I went to him, he told me there was nothing wrong. I ain't going back and giving him more money for him to tell me there ain't nothing wrong. <laughs> you go to the doctor every day if you want to, baby doll, that's fine with me. It ain't my cup of tea. I read it in the book. What is it, Jehovah? Jehovah, Rafa, the God that healeth. Huh? Hey, when I go to God, he don't ask for my insurance card. Ah, hallelujah. He don't ask how much money I got. He said, what do you need? I'm here to supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. That's what he said. I got a hush. Dear God, I'm sorry. I still got page one up here. (laughs) Give me Luke. No, I didn't give you the scripture. But give me Luke chapter 10, verse 19. I'm going to read it to you in King James Version. But I wrote it in the Amplified, Amplified Bible. You see... The devil wants to blind you. You can't get to the God. There's some of you sitting out there right now. You think God won't hear you pray. You think you can't touch God. All you see is your problem, your past, whatever it is. For the love of God. Get a hold of God. And let God put that in oblivion and take it out of your life. Behold, I give you what? For what? I read when he cursed in the the garden, he said, your your head is gonna, your heel is gonna bruise his head. You need to put your heel on the head of Satan and say, get out of my life. You you need to put your foot on the devil and say, I'm tired of this. Get out of my life. Trample on serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy. And you're going, something may hurt you. Huh? And nothing. I didn't write it, honey. But here it is. Read it. Read it, devil, and weep. You ain't got no power over me. I've got authority over hell. I've got authority over the works of the enemy. You've got authority over the works of the enemy. You don't have to sit out and take everything hell dishes out to you. Stand up and say, stops here. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. I like the Amplified Bible. Listen carefully. I have given you authority. That you now possess. You got it now. To tread on serpents and scorpions. And the ability. To exercise authority. Over all the powers. Of the enemy. And your enemy is the devil. Could I serve you notice. Yeah. <laughs> Stop looking at your. Well. I just put it in I don't, this, ain't, this ain't East Texas, I don't guess. But I put it in East Texas terminology. You need to get it through your thick whatever. <laughs> skull. I've been accused of being real thick skull. Like fans think I'm pretty hard-headed. I don't like to say I'm hard-headed. I'm just kind of setting my ways. But anyhow, you know, we, we get in, in, you know, we, we think, well, you know, I, I just got to put up with this. This is something I've got to live with. If you believe that you got to live with that, mm, you need to come back to the altar and let God rebaptize you with fire. An anointing that breaks every yoke. It bro- talked about, they sang about all that stuff this morning. Did you notice the song they sang, the first song they sang? Right. The very first song. I, went, I liked to win in the harbor. Y'all wonder I happened about about over here. They didn't know what I was preaching. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we, you know, we get this thing. Well, it's, it's just my, I guess it's just the will of God. But then stop asking God to heal you. If you really believe that that's the will of God, don't ask God to heal you. If you really believe, honey, you got to suffer in what you're suffering right now, don't ask God to deliver you. He won't. But if you believe ha, ha, that God will, and you believe that God loves you, he loves you enough to come down and pull you out and set you up and turn your life around, then, honey, believe that. The Bible says I can do all things through Christ who's stripping of me. Some folks ain't got enough power of God in them to make a black head on a gnat's nose. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But the Bible says you shall receive power. I'm going to tell you what, when God gives you power, he gives you power to walk over anything and everything that comes in your life. Anything the devil throws up to you, God gives you the power to get it out of the way. And if you can't move it, climb it, praise God. I'm telling you, don't let hell stop you, come nothing. Don't let nothing separate you from the love of God. Here I go. I thought I was through. Son, I don't know you. Douglas Holly. You're struggling right now. You don't know what to do. Mm-hmm you at the right place because God knows what you need today God wants to give it to you today son you hear me God wants to bring victory in your life peace your life what I'm seeing now your life is like a turmoil like a washing machine just dashing clothes just bouncing you around you bouncing you But God wants to speak peace to your life God wants to bring deliverance to your life Can I pray for you? Father, you see this young man? You're God. You hold everything together by the word of your power. Speak peace to this young man's life. I bind the works of the enemy. I come against anything that will try to build up and destroy his life, to destroy his faith and confidence in you, God. You're still God. You're still on high. You still have all power in heaven and in earth. Bless my brother in Jesus' name today. By the will of God. I love y'all. God's good. Amen. Thank the Lord. It's all right. Not because I said so, but because he said so. Don't worry about it. you worry worried about things you can't change. you worry worried about a situation that you have no control over. The only control, let me, let me change that. you got control over it in God. You can ask God. God will intervene. God will control the situation. Problem solved. Bless my sister in Jesus' name. as you think I'm crazy? God loves you. Just as sure as there's a God in heaven, honey, God's going to do a work, a miracle in your life. If you'll obey God, follow God, watch God do a transformation in your life, not only your physical for health, but in your spiritual, okay? When Jesus died on the cross, he died for us spiritually, Physically and mentally. He died to save us. He died to heal us. Well, I love y'all. I may not ever get to come back after this one. Let's all stand. Musicians, come. I don't know if y'all have ever heard it. We used to sing an old song in church years ago. Reach out and touch the Lord as he passes by. I can't sing. I'm glad and you are too right now. God's walking through this place today. All you got to do is reach out and touch him. You see that woman with the issue of blood, when he passed by, she reached out, she touched him. What happened? She got healed. If you will touch God today, I promise you, there's going to be healing, virtue flow to your body. There's going to be victory flow to your body and deliverance that you never dreamed possible. Peace of mind that passeth all understanding will come to you. Friend of mine, let me tell you something. There is nothing, there is nothing, nothing, nothing God can't do. He spoke the world into existence. He said, let there be and there was. He's speaking today. If my children, who are called by name, my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I say, what? Did anybody know the rest of that scripture? Tell me. I will hear from heaven. I will heal their land. I don't know why I'm going to say this right here. It just, it just come to me. Ain't none of this in my notes, by the way, as y'all might know. There's some of y'all in job situations right now. And God wants to change that situation. But because we lack security... We those, we're saying, though, we're going to hold on. Some of y'all holding on to some things you need to turn loose of. Yeah, that's right. yeah. that's right. there, there's job situations, some of you, some of us in right now, in this room right now. I feel this in the Holy Ghost right now. And God's wanting to change your life. You see, in life, you can only go so high. I come up these steps here. I'm this high. Now, if I want to get any higher, I got to crawl up on that thing there. Some of you all are plateau in your business, in your workforce. But if you are a child of God and you're doing a good job, God never intends... For you to stay where he is, he wants to continually bless you, continue to open up doors in your life where you can receive more of his blessings. You see, you get here, this is all the blessing you get. You start climbing higher, you can get higher blessings. Now, let me settle all this for Brother Green's sake. Brother Green, may be happy having a heart attack. Don't go in tomorrow and quit your job. Ain't what I'm saying. You understand me, hear me well. But there's some of y'all, things that fixing to open up in your life. There's change coming. And you're going to stand back and wonder, well, I don't know. He told a man in the Bible one time, he said, everywhere you put your foot, I'm going to give you. You're in this job situation now. You get down tonight and you pray. You ask God. Some of y'all... Or literally hate the job you got right now. (laughs) You're not, you're unhappy. You as unhappy as a frog in the desert. God wants to lead you. Pray and ask God. The Bible says the steps of a good man are order of the Lord. God will lead you and guide you. Let me walk in that step. I get up every morning. I say, God, I don't know where I'm going today. I don't know who I meet today. I don't know what's going to be, what I need to say today or who I need to say anything to or if I need to say anything. I'm walking in your steps, God. There's Some of you, the devil's got to Block your the, the stone, if you will, the curtain, if you will, whatever, pulled over you. This is as far as you're ever going to get. You will never amount to any more than you are right now. God told that man, everywhere you bless your foot, I, I, I bless you. I will give it. Some of us are afraid to step out. I, uh, I'm closing. I really am. The book's closed. Years ago, I was preaching to Tyler, Texas, this young lady right here. I never will forget it. I walked over this side of the church. I said, Sister Carla, God showed me three doors. One, two, three. I said, this one's closed. This one's open a little bit. God's going to open a little bit. But this is not where the blessings of God's at. told her that. I told her this morning, I said, well, honey, God done opened up the third door for you. And now she's walking in the blessings of God. Did you have to change jobs? Yes. Huh? And location. location. Don't change churches. Good location. Yeah. Hey, I'm telling you. You hear me well today. God, we're we're so we limit God to so little. We think God can't give us any better. We think we don't deserve any better. The Bible says He gives you the desires of your heart. My God from heaven, how much more do you want? I love y'all. I don't know what's going on. What's going on, sis? (laughs) God does. Honey, the Bible says he will complete the work that he has begun in you. My question to you, are you ready for him to complete the work? Ah, You see, I'm going to tell you. I'm just straight. Before God can complete a work in your life, honey, you've got to be willing to let Him. You can tie God's hand. You can say, I'm not ready now. I don't want now. I don't want it right now. I'm not ready. God will just leave you right where you are at. And you'll roast and toast and burn and churn and do all everything else. But when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, God can say, God, I can't handle it no more. You're there. Church, let me pray right now. You, you, You folks, you go ahead and start singing, whatever you want to do. Father, in your holy name, I bind the works of the enemy by the authority of the word, the power of the blood, and the anointing of your spirit. Loose my sister. Let your will be done in her life. Direct her steps, God. Lead her for your glory. Lead her into the full knowledge of your word and your spirit. Direct her, God, for all your glory. Bless this man, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Direction, enlightenment, and understanding. Sometimes, God, we just don't understand everything that you do, everything that you say. But you're still God. Move, God, in this situation by the authority of the word. Jesus' name. Thank you Jesus lift your hand and love the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah.
1: Thank you Lord His spirit is here today Thank you Brother Holly For for serving us today There was a time in my life I would have loved for A preacher to come up to me And let me know that God knows That I'm alive You ever been there before? I know it can be awkward sometimes In church when you get talked to But I'm in a place in my life And I'd, I'd love for a man of God To come talk to me Sometimes you don't even know If God knows where you are and then in a service like this, he comes up to several of you and lets you know that God knows exactly where you are, and he's going to love you and take care of you. His presence is here. If you can't feel that, his presence is reaching for people today to let him, let you know that he's got you. He's going to take care of you. The authority of the Holy Ghost is here right now. we got to take some time today and respond to what we feel in the Lord, because God is reaching, God's blessing today. He is. He's reaching to bless Thank God for how he's spoken to us today. God is working. Thank you, Jesus. But the holiest and sincere he felt the Lord for many of us today, our church today. We've got authority in the name of Jesus. We're not going to be defeated in the name of Jesus. We're not going to lose. I'm taking, I'm taking dominion today. I'm standing on the word of the Lord today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so thankful God has spoken to us. It's a simple thing. Some of y'all wanted something fancy, but the Holy Ghost works just very simply. Thank you, God. Thank you for speaking today. Let's just be open. Let's be humble today. Let's let the Lord move in this place. You really can receive a miracle before you leave. You really can. I feel the presence of the Lord right now moving and speaking and talking and looking for people to bless. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. Let's take some time and pray before we go home, can we? Let's take some time and hear from the Lord. Let's take some time and worship the Lord. Yes, Jesus. The Lord really will minister to us today. If we'll open up our heart, we'll be sincere to the Lord. I think you know He's looking, He's searching. The Lord is searching the day for anybody. Anybody. You can receive your healing today. You can receive your miracle today. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank God for the man of God. The altar's open. You can come down here and pray. You can pray for somebody beside you, but let's just be open in the Holy Ghost right now. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, Jesus. Oh, you're here, Lord. You're here, Lord. Oh, we worship you. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that miracles begin to happen in people. Just gently, Lord, let let an angel touch somebody right now. Let them feel virtue flow through them in the name of Jesus. Let somebody right here, wherever you're front or back, side to side, just begin to open up your heart and let there be a touch from heaven that can't be explained with human words, but you just know that the Lord has reached down and touched your heart today. Jesus is here for all of us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Let's take authority right now. Let's take authority in the name of Jesus. Oh, God is imparting authority to us to pray in the mornings and To walk with the Lord daily, to have the power over our lives, to not be slaves to our surrounding, but to walk in authority of the Holy Ghost. The Lord is speaking to you today, many people today, the Holy Ghost is reaching for us. I'm so thankful, I'm so glad, I'm so glad, I'm so glad today the Lord loves us enough. Oh, I'm going to turn my heart to the Lord. I'm going to give myself to Him today in Jesus' name. I'm going to surrender everything to you, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Keep light of the darkness. That is who you are. Oh, that's who you are, oh God. Miracle worker. And that is who you are. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Miracle work.